Welcome back. It's the No Fluff Podcast. I'm Daniel Hicks. And I am Bryce Parrott. Today, we're kind of building off of last episode, talking yeah. about identity. And um, last time we talked about our ideal selves, we talked about real selves, and we talked about perceived selves. Yes. And we talked about how all of those kind of go together and how we truly need to be focusing more on our real selves and in doing so our perceived self is going to change and probably our ideal self too yeah yeah um so in this sense of identity we are wanting to kind of get more into how christians are supposed to identify whenever it comes to taking certain stances because daniel mentioned this before we started recording um a lot of Christians like to use this little cop-out answer of, oh, I'm a Christian. I don't want to say anything to offend anyone. Like, I, I, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, which it's okay to feel like that, but it's not okay to not take a stance on something whenever it is important. And we are supposed to be the mouthpiece of God whenever it comes to certain situations when it definitely does need a Christian input and outlook on it. Yeah, um, something that people don't always like to point out or remember. Um, Bryce, when Jesus would, like, you know, heal somebody or um, with a woman at the well, anything like that, what was the first thing that he would always tell them to do? There's always repent, right? Oh, repent, yes. <laughs> like, there was always a, I'm not saying you just walk around talking about, repent! You know, right. like, but there was a sense of, hey, you're doing something wrong fix it or if, right or if you and i know like a lot of times we're always told hey you're a christian you can't judge others right what uh gosh dang it price <laughs> i mess with the laptop it's fine keep going you oh my gosh okay so like we always get told like you're a christian you can't judge others um false very false um <laughs> and that is one thing that really annoys me it irks me it's listen we're not supposed to judge whether a person is good or bad because only the lord knows the true intentions of someone's heart yeah that's his business but we are told that we need to hold our brothers and sisters in christ accountable we're the light of the world not the doormat (laughs) quit walking all over me and quit letting people walk all over you yeah that's the point that's that that's something that is okay Turning the other cheek, right? Yeah, let's hear it. Dude, you're not turning the other cheek just so they can sit there and slap the other side. That That's not what it's about. It's turning the other cheek in a metaphor, metaphorical way saying, what you just did or what you just said to me does not affect my convictions and my outlook on a certain scenario. Yeah, yeah. It, it's... It's honestly silly for people to just sit there and take a lot of these things that are thrown at us when, like Daniel said, we're not supposed to be doormats. Like, we are supposed to be going out into the world. Like, we are a call to be different, 
yeah. from everybody else in the world. We're called to be different of the world, but we're still supposed to go in it and start being the light and making a change. And I think if we're just cowering down in every situation and saying, oh, I'm a Christian, but uh, I'm not going to have any say on this because I don't want people thinking that I'm judgmental or that I mean or anything like that. Guess what? <laughs> that that doesn't matter. That should not change any way, shape, or form how you go out into the world and how you voice that you are a Christian and how a Christian should act. Now, something I want to say that is going to have some more controversy to it. <laughs> controversy, dang it. Controversy to it. Oh. There's also there's a there's a flip of that spectrum, okay. where you'll see people be highly, like highly strong opinionated in a certain side mainly you see this more in the political spectrum people highly opinionated and they're backing what they believe based on a not necessarily true interpretation of what the bible says and i'll say it like this i personally do not see how if you are a registered voter and you identify as christian i don't see how you have a party and this is where i'm gonna this is why i say this yeah I don't agree with an extreme amount of what the left says, and I don't ex- agree with the extreme amount of what the right says. Yeah, I, I for totally instance, agree. For instance, I don't support abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think a lot of people personally that are like pro-choice support abortion. Right. I, I think <laughs> a lot of the time I don't that, think anybody is trying to kill babies. Right. They're not saying, oh, I'm pro-abortion. They're yeah, pro- but still, choice. I'm not pro-choice. That's yes. yeah, that's what I'm saying there. Anyways, but I also don't agree with how we treat immigrants. Yeah, so definitely, you you fall into that spectrum of like, there's not a place for me, which doesn't is no place to say. Again, I'm a Christian, so I'm just not going to take a political stance. Or right. I'm a Christian, I'm not going to respond to this person coming after me. I know in high school, I was faced with one of those situations where somebody made a life choice very publicly. Yeah, and. I got asked in my opinion on it, them knowing You're how a church boy, yeah, like that I go to church and I like I do all these things, and I gave them my honest opinion, which was basically, I love this person, I don't love their actions, and they were like, "Well, you're Christian, you can't judge," and that's where I was kind of like, "Well, you're kind of wrong, actually, I know you're wrong, and I can tell you where, but yeah. we get in this trap of. I'm a Christian. I'm supposed to spread love, you know, truth, mercy. But truth and sometimes isn't the... Okay, like what you just said, right? So, like, I'll... I'll trap wanna, is but, a bad word there. Let me take back trap. That's okay, not a bad name. I, I want to focus specifically on two words that you said, love and truth, yeah. all right? There's a thing called tough love. Oh, no, really? And there's a thing called hard truths. My mom's a five-foot-tall, red-headed Irish woman. I know all about the tough love. Okay, yeah, you, you know my dad. Tough love. <laughs> <laughs> Th- that's the thing. Like, you guys know, like, those bracelets that, like, they have WWJD. What would Jesus do? What would James do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, they also have the HWLF. He would love first right? Well, I, there's a specific instance that I want to point out in Jesus loving first, okay? He went into the temple. He started flipping tables. Okay, be careful. Tread lightly here. <laughs> it was out of love. Tread lightly. <laughs> it was out of love Tread for his father's house. 
Okay, you gotta remember the context of what was happening there, too, before you I go know. off on this tangent. Explain that, please. Explain what was happening, please. He saw something doing wrong. Like, some people... He saw people selling things inside of a holy place, and he saw merchants that were definitely taking advantage of the temple and taking advantage of people. And because he loves his father, he loves his father's house, he loves the Christians that actually are going in there, he decided to flip some tables. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, don't take what I just said seriously. Don't take what he said seriously don't, at all. Don't. We do see an instance where in, uh, what book is it? Crap. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> uh, crap, he talks about driving them out of the temple with the bare hands. We do see that in the Old Testament. Um, Very end of the book. I can't remember. Anyways, not important. Actually, it's important. It is important. But, <laughs> but uh, I think we're like, you can't sit on your hands with that cop out of, I identify as a Christian, so I'm not going to do anything. Right. We fall into that a lot. We do. We do. And the thing is, like, I've been guilty of that before. I know Daniel yeah. has as well. And it, it's so, we're doing the exact opposite of what it is that Jesus told us to do whenever he said, go into the world and make disciples. If we sit there and do nothing, we are not spreading the gospel, we're not spreading the truth, then we're doing the exact opposite, actually, of what it is he's called us and told us to do. It's a very dangerous game when you want to protect yourself from having opinions with your religion. Yeah. Because what you're doing is you're literally allowing things to happen. Yeah. In a sense. Now, obviously... I do I think one person can go out there and solve the healthcare crisis? No. Do I think one person can go out there and solve the immigration crisis? No. As much as our lovely president thinks he can and can. Um, <laughs> do I think, like, any one person, no, is probably not going to solve these issues. Right. But it's when an accumulation of a group, us, the body of Christ, Christ <laughs> says, we don't want to put our hands on this. Because we're Christians, we don't want to offend anybody. And then you have the ultimate, like the other side of the spectrum, like I talked about earlier, that wants to overpress. Because here's the thing. Let's talk about this in like a sense of evangelism. Here's the thing. If you were up, walk up to somebody on the street and you try to talk to them about Jesus, you know, and they just don't have it. They don't want it. Yeah. They, they do not want it. They do not give one rip. Because a lot of times, sometimes people reject, they are rejecting because it's hitting them. Other times, right. people just don't want it. They don't care. They don't care. What do you do? Do you just sit there and keep throwing it in their face? No. No. The Bible does say don't give anything holy to dogs. Does it really? It does say that. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, it does say that. Whoa. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know if he was talking about that specifically. He <laughs> just calling people dogs? Yeah, but he was... I, he was yeah. He Be careful that. there. He, but no, like... There's a time and place to take that stance, and there's a time and place to, like, there is a time and place to back off a little bit. Right. It, it's okay to stand up for what you believe in. Yeah, that's and 100% what not, we should be doing. Not only okay, but encouraged. Highly encouraged. You're talking about, at the end of the day, boil it down to the basis, is Jesus, if you truly believe Jesus died on a cross for your sins, you tell me you can't make an opinion to defend that? <laughs> then you're messed up. You need to sit down and 
really reflect on <laughs> where you're at. <laughs> yeah. And you need to ask yourself the question like, okay, you need to ask, like we talked about last episode, your real self, why am I a Christian? Why am I putting this label next to my name? Why am I adding this to my life? No, you also said something last episode about calling yourself Christian, like it's a derogatory term, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, this is what's going to happen for you. You're going to get fired up after listening to this. You're like, you know what? I'm finally going to stand up to that person that told me I wouldn't say anything because I'm Christian. You know what they're going to do? They're going to come after you. They are. That's what being a Christian is. You look <laughs> at the history. How how yeah. well? How well? I just, I'm just going to be real with you for a second. Yes. Yeah. How well? This is so sad to say. How well did it turn out for the apostles? <laughs> uh, most of them ended up dead. In some creative ways, too. Very creative. Very creative ways. Oh gosh, now I'm thinking about it. Like, and but that's the thing: being a Christian is not easy. No, like, it, it is not easy. Whenever you are striving to be holy, to live and be a part of an unholy world, and you want to bring this back, this might be a short episode because I'm going to drop a line here, and you're about to just be like, "Oh my gosh, you just tied this all back." You want to go back to what we talked about, ideal self, what you originally said. Let's hear it. You said that you want to be as Christ-like as possible. Okay, I want to tell you something real quick. Philippians, right? Okay. What's Paul say? You sit in the prison. What's Paul say? About what? First chapter of the book. Very easy. He was talking about his life or death. What he says. Oh, he says he doesn't care if he lives or dies. Why? Because he has Christ in life. To, To what? I don't know. To live as what? Dude, I don't know what you're getting at. Oh my Say gosh. it, you idiot. You literally, I'm just going to go word for word for you right now. Yeah, please I, do. I literally can't, I can't help you because like, you can't help yourself. Dude, okay, That's another sorry it's not have. something that I freaking studied and know like right That's, now. You asked me a question, put me on the spot, I wasn't ready for it. Maybe you need to read your Bible more and you'll know these answers. <laughs> What's John 4.16 say? Okay, yeah, <laughs> then, then don't give me that, okay? To live as Christ and die as gain is what I was getting to. Okay. Now, what... I didn't uh, know that. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I feel think, stupid. I figured you would. Now I feel stupid. But um, the reason I say that is because, in that instance, Paul knew, like, the persecution's would come. Right. He's sitting in prison cell when he wrote the book. Right. The persecution had named, like... It, it already it, started. It was already there. It was, yeah. He was in a prison cell. Yeah. But did Paul ever at one point lay on his hands and not make an opinion? Because if you look at, if you read your Bible, Paul open, was open, one of. Open that thing real quick. Whew. I want you to read some, like, do I 100% agree with all of Paul's opinions in the context of, like, are they all? No, no, no. Let me finish what I'm Hold saying. Let me, let me see what I'm saying. Okay. Let me finish what I'm saying. Paul. Okay, let me let me take it for this. Let's go back to the clip that we posted on Instagram. Oh, okay. So, like, Paul's opinions were very, like, in that day, that's what needed to be said. Right. The, what I think to apply from what I'm trying to, what I was trying to get to is, is, like, having that radical of an opinion today wouldn't probably play for you. And right. this is what I'm, this is what I'm getting to. But here's what to look at, too. Paul had those radical opinions knowing what the result was going to be, and he didn't care because what he cared about was the fact that he was trying to secure a seat. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. I'm following now. Yeah. And, like, 
as far as like what this entire episode has been about in the sense of uh like what it is that we're um the point we're making okay we are going to come across as radical to a lot of people of the earth like seriously no like think about it i was asked this question by logan um a few years ago he said how many churches do you know today that if jesus came back and was walking among us again would let them stand in the pulpit and let him preach a sermon how many churches do you actually think would Oh, you gotta roll out Scientology, Latter Day Saints, dude. Probably roll out the Catholics. Probably most of the, uh, probably most of the Jewish community because they don't believe in him that much. True. Um, probably the Buddhists. Probably want to get rid of the okay Christian mosque. churches. Oh, okay. You know, specifically, you got to narrow it down, man. Um, you knew. I, I, well, don't rule out the Amish. Never okay, the fair Amish. point. <laughs> Never rule out the Amish. <laughs> Who knows what they're up to? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know the answer to that question because it's very objective. But and the reason he asked me that question was because a lot of the time he, we're, he was having a similar conversation that we're having right now about there's a lot of things that we as Christians choose not to have an opinion over, and we just kind of lay down and let it pass us by because we don't want to come across as judgmental or do a lot of things that might make people upset thing is did jesus care about making people upset no that's like he he pissed off the whole roman government I all mean, the pharisees i mean he was called a lot of things right and the i actually said this earlier um the the like the mic one of the mic drops in the bible for me okay is when he's talking to the disciples and he asked them like who do they think he is yeah and they're like well we think you're the son of god it's like, so the people that he cared that their opinion was, yeah. they knew who he was. That right. goes back to what we talked about in the first episode. We talked about like your public perception and your ideal self. Okay. Your ideal self, if you identify as a Christian, your goal is to be as Christ-like as possible. Yeah. If you're following Christ, you're going to have these opinions and you're not going to care as much of what comes of that in the sense of people saying anything about you. Right. But what we, you will see is those people that are around you, mm-hmm. those people that are truly around you, they're going to see that change and they're going to recognize what you're really doing. Yeah. And if those people don't get new people, that's how that works. Because you heard it here first, get you, new people. When you, when you truly like try to take a walk with Christ, you're going to lose friends. That's so accurate. And they, they, it, you like, can't, I can't, no one can say that any better. You're going to lose friends. You, you can are, lose family. Yeah. You can lose your job, you can lose your car, you can lose your you can re- lose your full ride swimming scholarship to college. You can lose everything. You can lose a date. You can lose whatever you want. Whatever, whatever will come. Because I'm telling you, the more you dig in with being a Christian, the more the devil's going to attack you and all of those things. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, I am here today to tell you. It does not matter. The harvest is good. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the things that you lost. I was like, yeah, those don't matter. No, you don't take them with you when you die. Yeah, exactly. No, no. What, what does matter? The harvest. The harvest is good. Harvest the harvest. Is good. I, just think about it like this. 
you're losing all your earthly possessions. Oh, Guess yeah. what? Who cares? Okay. You're storing up your treasures in heaven. Oh my gosh. Easier said than done. Yeah. Listen, practically. If you use being a Christian as a cop-out to not make an opinion or stand up for what you truly believe, you're doing a disservice to not only other Christians, you're doing a disservice to people that do not believe in Jesus. Because if you're doing that, mm-hmm. you're not fully living out what you should be do, which is walking with Christ. Yeah. And when you start doing a disservice to people that aren't Christian, yeah, you're failing the one thing we're told to do. Okay. <laughs> the only call to action that Jesus ever had was go and make disciples. If you are not standing up for what you believe in, and you are not going out and standing up for the things that do matter, and you're just sitting there lying down and taking it on the chin without any reaction to it, you're not doing that. And you will lose the friends. Oh, that's a fact. (laughs) You will. You could lose the family. I've been there. You will lose a lot of the things that matter, but... To you at that point. To you, yes. To you. But you start letting Jesus work. He's, he's going to work. He's going to show some new things to you that you didn't know you could even have. And that's why I'm here today. That That is literally the only reason I'm doing this podcast right now. First episode we talked about filling that void. Oh, yeah. I talked about filling that void. We always chase what we want, oh, right? We yeah. chase what we want. We have that void, that, that, that gap that will never be enough and we'll never get there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am here again to tell you. What, what you can truly, fill that void, When Daniel? you truly... I'm talking truly, truly start walking with Christ. Guess what he does right there? Like, whoosh, whoosh. He fills the void. Fills the, the Holy void. Spirit comes inside of your life, lives and breathes inside of you. And guess what? Whenever you do actually have that, that's a, that's a part of the Trinity, three and in that, one, living inside of you. Oh, and, and the best part is when that void gets filled, you won't have a problem making those opinions because you dang sure know that you're standing on truth because you see the truth every day that you walk in life. And I'm telling you right now, that opinion will come easy. So stand firm in his promises and his truths. Do not back down whenever it comes to you being a Christian and proclaiming what it is that Christ has done in your life. And the opinions that you may have to say that may make you lose some friends, may make you lose some things that actually matter to you. Guess what? Christ is going to fill that void. He's going to fill that void. I'm going to say one thing. It's not contradicting what we're saying, but I'm going to say one thing. I was told this last year playing college baseball by a guy that was really, really good. He was like 460 hitter. He, he's, he, all conference, like, he's best, kid, balls. best kid we had. Yeah, he ended up transferring, of course. But, um, best kid we had. And he always used to tell me, like, you have no feel. It's like, what do you mean? It's like, there's a time and place for everything. Like, have some feel. He would always tell me, have some feel. I don't know what he was referring to when he said, have some feel. Like, he would just randomly say it to me. There is a time and place to state what you believe. There is. Have some feel. <laughs> Have some feel. Because the extreme of what we're saying will make you come across representing as God arrogant. As something that's not true. Yeah. It it makes you come across as very arrogant and that's the A stupid. that's the A word we should use for the show. Arrogant. Yeah. That's the A word. Okay. <laughs> Don't be arrogant. Do not come across as you know everything. Have some feel. Because the reason you take these stances is because you love those people. That That's the thing that we need to remember. We're doing it out of love, not because, and, oh, you're wrong, I'm right. 
You're doing it because you love them and you care about where their souls you, end up in eternity. You love these people, and the only reason you have this conviction at all is because you've seen, felt, or had an experience with that truth. And at the end of the day, people, please remember, like, all we're trying to do is is to get more people to feel the way we feel about Jesus. And that's the goal we have to keep in mind because sometimes we get so wrapped up in these stances and these arguments and everything else. That you forget why you're doing it. You forget why you're doing it. And now look what we're doing. We're tearing each other down. Exactly. We're not building each other up. Exactly. And the best way, the way that I think you should approach it, approach things being unashamed of who you are. Don't approach it from, oh, I'm a Christian. I know how things actually should work. I'm better than you. Approach it. I'm unashamed of Christ being in my life and having a relationship with him. And I want you to be able to experience that relationship. And here's the thing too. And this is very like, very important, at least in my opinion, on how I've always looked at things. Regardless, let's take the person out of the situation. Like this is a confrontational thing. Like you see something on the news and you don't know how to feel about it. Always, first thing I'm always going to do is I'm going to pray about it. If I don't know, I'm going to pray. Right. And when we pray and we're, we're, our hearts, and this is just my personal, like, conviction about this whole thing, is like, when you're truly asking God to, like, hey, like, I need direction in this thing. Like, I need, like, I don't know how I should feel about this. I remember, um, I can't remember what bill it was. It you was, remember? You can't remember which you is No, I can't remember what <laughs> bill it was, but I remember like just being so like lost. It was over like it was like a back ended bill. Like you know how they do the write ins? Like, yeah. They pass a law yeah. and like, back. Yeah. It There's was like little things inside. Yeah, it was of it. something funky like that. Yeah. I just remember being really conflicted. Like I like what this is supposed to do, but I don't like the aftermath of what's gonna happen. Right. And I remember being pretty lost. Like, I'm not one. Like, I don't like to admit I don't have answers. <laughs> I don't think anyone does like to admit that. Yeah. I'm just, I, I know a lot. But anyways, I remember. <laughs> I <laughs> don't don't, don't be like Dan. I don't know anything. Okay, that's better. Um, But yeah, I remember being lost and like, the first thing, going to prayer. So like, sometimes we have to remember like, go back to the basics. Because you're never going to have all the you're answers. You have any answers that you yeah. probably need. Okay. That's accurate. Yeah. Is that an episode? I think that's an episode. That's part two. That That is part two of identity. Guys, thank you for tuning in and listening if you made it to this point. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at nofluff underscore podcast if you have any questions or comments. Feel episode free to, ideas. We are desperate. Oh, episode ideas. That's a good one. We want to know the things that you would like us to talk about and the things that you want to hear from us. We do need episode ideas. Also, Amino Energy, if you're listening, please sponsor us. Amino Energy plus electrolytes. Plus electrolytes. Because please sponsor us. If you've had one pretty much every episode we've recorded. If you send me a case of Juicy Cherry, we will be best friends. And we will shout you out in literally every episode. Every episode. Maybe every five minutes. All... 30-ish listeners. And guess what? They're going to buy some. All jokes aside, thank you guys. Um, But I want to challenge you to live your life as a Christian unashamed of who you are and who Christ has called you to be and identify with the things that a Christian should identify with. 
don't do it in an arrogant way, but do it for others out of love. Don't be a doormat. Be the hammer, not the nail. (laughs) Oh, wise words from Daniel. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Apply our stuff. Apply our stuff.